serious news, seriously entertaining. This is the Gatos and Chad Show. It is the beautiful time of the week, so we get you over the hump. But you know what? When we do that, we need somebody to help push us over the edge a little bit. Joining us now is the former governor of the great state of Arizona, the governor, Jan Bruin. Hello, governor. Well, hello to you guys. Hey, governor. How are you? You know, we got a mess at the Maricopa County Attorney's Office. Oh. Yes. Alistair Adele, she's struggling with alcohol. She's struggling with... Life. She's life. struggling with life. Well, she's struggling with her job. Yep. That's the thing that, that people look at. You hired somebody, we voted somebody in, and the Maricopa County Attorney's Office, they forgot. They forgot to file charges against 180 criminals. It's crazy. Victims will not get their justice. Ducey came out and, and kind of called out Alistair Adele. Uh, if you were governor, what would you have done? Of course, I would have been concerned. I think that probably I would have picked up the telephone and called her and tried to talk to her to see what was going on down there. Very difficult, one elected official to another elected official, because the people put her in. It's like they, they put you in, they take you out. You know, it's a situation where it's just not an easy solution to something. It's totally inappropriate that we've got people out there, victims, that are not getting justice and law enforcement that put their lives on the line and um, find these people and then they're not being punished. It's not a good thing. She said that, you know, she can't be held responsible for everything, that she's got people to handle certain things for her. But what's the old saying? The buck stops with you, babe, because you are the top person. So you get the credit and you get the blame. What I think is interesting about you, Governor, and, and you've answered questions like this to us before, you say you would pick the phone up. Governor mm-hmm. Ducey was talking about this in front of cameras, which, by the way, I think he kind of has to. But I think it's interesting yeah. that you would pick up the phone. I don't know this for a fact. Did Governor Ducey pick up the phone? Did he call Alistair Adele? That would have been a question that the media should have asked. They didn't. But he didn't mention, hey, listen, I've been on the phone. I've talked to her. I, so uh, has that changed in politics where, you know, maybe Ducey's not interested in talking with her or solving the problem? Maybe he's interested in going in front of the cameras and saying what he has to say. You, on the other hand, you would have called her and you would have talked to her. It is Does that not happen anymore? I don't know. But, you know, it's best to get your information usually from the horse's mouth and then come to your own conclusions, in my opinion. Um, you just can't take it from uh, hearsay or, or what you read or what you hear. I mean, talk to the person when you have that ability. I mean, and not elected officials, you know, they communicate back and forth all the time. We're running the state of Arizona. Yeah. So uh, it seems like the natural thing to do. Hey, Governor, if it got to the point where it continues to be as bad as it is, and she, again, she unless it's a recall or she resigns, you're not getting her out of there for all intents and purposes. It, it, at some time... And you knew that maybe there was an issue. Would you step in in a more of an interventionist way and say, look, this is about more than just you at this moment in time? Because she makes it about everybody else and that, that, that it's a witch hunt at times. But the reality is 180 cases went by. Police don't seem to have confidence in her and law enforcement. So it's got to be more than just about her. I would think that if it continues down this path, that elected officials, people that are elected, are the people that ought to kind of come together, say, listen, you know, go meet her for lunch or take her out for lunch and, or call her on the phone or do a Zoom or something if she's willing to talk and get to the bottom of it. But um, there's got to be strength in numbers some way. I don't know what her answers are. It's just hard to sit back and be judgmental. I do know 
that it isn't acceptable to the public. To have 180 criminal cases dropped, you know, that's not good. If she's not responsible, whoever uh, was responsible, they ought to have, uh, you know, their heads handed to them. Former Arizona Governor Jan Brewer joins us. She's our election insider. It certainly is an election year as we head towards the midterms in November. Uh, homelessness is rising here in the Valley. It's rising in Tucson. It's rising everywhere. Uh, and I always say, if you give it, they will come. It's becoming a serious issue. And was it 35%? 35% two jump. Years. And I continue to tell people here, you're going to start ending up more like San Francisco than you realize in Los Angeles unless you start to stop it now but homelessness is also a big business for a lot of people and i just see a ton of money being thrown around how would you deal with it with the cities across this state when it comes to the homeless crisis i've had to deal with this when i was in the legislature and then as a board of supervisor the chairman and when we established the, the homeless shelter down there and um Phoenix, where we've consolidated all the service groups together and everything so that we could consolidate all of them into one campus. That helped a lot. But I don't know how you're going to deal with it basically today because there's just not enough facilities to put all these people in, nor do all these people want to go into facilities. And the federal government tells you that it's not against the law to be homeless. So uh, what are you going to do? Well, how are you going to deal with it? And the poor people that are living along the rail system, their communities have been devastated because they're all hanging out on the rail areas. I I don't know. And it's going to cost a fortune. And, of course, I don't know if we have those kinds of money. But we don't want to end up like San Francisco because, I mean, it's terrible over there. And their drug problem is astronomical. I don't know. I don't know. I have to sit down with groups and come up with a solution. That's why these politicians get paid the big bucks. Yeah. Yeah. And then they don't do anything. They don't do anything. A lot of these people are mental health patients, too. You know, they need to be taken care of, and it is our responsibility. And families can't find them. You know, they don't want to talk to anybody. They're not in their right mind, and they deteriorate out there, and then they die out in the sun in the summertime. Yeah. Listen. Each and every one of those people out there were somebody's baby at one time, and I hope was bounced on somebody's knee. And we almost forget from whence they came, you know? I yep. mean, it is sad. It's just really sad. Former Arizona Governor Jan Brewer, our election insider. Governor, great to talk to you. We'll talk to you next Wednesday. Have a great rest of the week. You too. All right, there she goes. Brewer time. Every Wednesday, right around this time. Um... Chad, five spot is now. Five. We've got a really interesting five spot. Uh, five spot is where we need five of you to call. We're going to put you on the spot about a news story everyone's talking about. We're going to tell you exactly what we're going to talk about, and then we'll ask you to call. So the Senate passed a bill to make daylight saving time permanent. So here in Arizona, we never change our clock. It's one of the great things about living here. Now the rest of the country wants to be like us. But here's the thing. We're going to have to pick either Pacific or Mountain Time. Do you want to be in the same time zone as like L.A. and Vegas? Do you want to be three hours from New York? Would you rather be two hours from New York? So we're going to ask you, five of you, call us at 277-KTAR. If you had to pick Mountain or Pacific, which one would you pick? And tell us why. Because like Chad gave us an example of, 
Well, I can. I, I, I don't have to. What was it? Your, your, your national. My national show starts at six Pacific. So if we stayed mountain, I basically I, I get an extra hour of sleep. There you go. It could be as simple as that. It could be your personal preference. All right. Steve Two, wants it because football <laughs> starts at ten. I know. Doing Pacific. Two seven seven KTAR. Do you want Pacific or Mountain Time? Because we may have to actually pick. I go to early service at church, so I kind of like eleven. See, five spot is next. This portion of the show is being brought to you by Parker & Sons Plumbing & Electrical, the two-time winner of the Better Business Bureau's Ethics Award. All right, time for five spot, everybody. Where we need five of you to call 277-KTAR. Oh, we, oh, we, oh. It's great. We put you on the spot about a news story everybody's talking about. One, two, three, four, five. Five spot. And Chad. All right, today's question deals with what's happened in Washington, D.C. The Senate passed a bill to make daylight saving time permanent. So everybody wants what we have. We yep. never change our clocks. The rest of America wants that. Here's the thing, though. We're going to have to pick Pacific or Mountain Time. And we're asking you, what's your preference and why? It could be as simple as, oh, I don't know, me saying, Chad, um, I'd like to go Pacific Time because in the summer... The sun goes down at around 7.30, and I play softball, and I don't want to play in the sun in the summer. Oh? I want to play at least when the sun goes down, because I can't see anything. As simple and ridiculous as that sounds, everybody's got their preference. Caller number one. Uh, Debbie in Goodyear, what is your preference, Pacific or Mountain? Pacific. Why? It It sounds... Stupid, but it's just easier for me to keep track of, easier for me to remember. Oh, I see. <laughs> what do you mean it's easier well, for it's you to remember? Well, it's a three hour, right? Like if you see something that says tomorrow night at seven, you're like, is that Pacific? Is that Eastern? Hold on here. Then I carry yeah. the one, and then okay, it starts at eight, okay. eight o'clock. Because so everybody either uses Eastern or, or Pacific. Pacific. And you, okay. Right. All yeah. right. I'm sorry I giggled. I think you're 100% right. Yeah. You're awesome. Totally understand. Appreciate that Bye, there. Uh, Peter and Mesa, tell us uh, Pacific or Mountain. Two reasons. Pacific. One, as you pointed out earlier, the sun goes down and it's thinking hot in the summer. (laughs) So I'd rather have the sun go down earlier. Second, in the morning, the early morning, if we were on mountain standard or mountain daylight time, actually, it would be the sun would be up later and kids would be in the dark longer that's, oh, so yeah. longer in the morning as opposed to, uh, appreciate your call, Peter. Okay. And uh, that's one of the things they talk about with the East Coast, because they're not going to get sun until like 8 in the morning. Jeez. Yeah. All right, five uh, Jessica spot. in uh, Gilbert. All right, Jessica, what do you got? Hi. I'm with Pacific. I agree with the sun theory. Also, I feel like our region is sort of that Pacific Coast vibe so i think pacific all right pacific she went with the vibe california yeah california nevada what's up hey Mm. bill and peoria what say you hey how you doing well i'm gonna have to agree with everybody else doggone hot in the summer we don't want it to be 100 degrees until two o'clock in the morning that's right we want like that only to be till one o'clock in the morning as we already know yeah there you go uh appreciate that bill see he gets it so everybody hates me and they don't want me to uh, have an extra hour of sleep (laughs) garrett in uh, phoenix uh pacific or pacific basically because that's what everybody's went with Absolutely no question. Out in time zone. Yes! Okay, why? I want a good one Oh, here. and he All counts right. for five. All right. <laughs> he wins. 
two good reasons. One good reason is whenever I call customer service or a business, if it's on the east or the west coast, I'm kind of in the middle. I don't have to be real early or real late. That's one reason. Okay. Number two reason, I can read a map. We're in the mountain time zone. We always have been, and I don't want to move the map. And I want to stay away from California. Yeah. You don't yeah. want to be anything like California. No, anything that they have, we don't exactly. need. No, you right. don't. That's why they got the homeless problem is because they're in Pacific time zone, and yeah. that just can't be fixed. So we took five calls. Five spot. We put you on the spot about a new story everybody's talking about. And Garrett was the only one who made sense. Four out of five say Arizona would be better off on Pacific uh, instead of Mountain uh, uh, time. It's interesting. Yeah. Becky Lynn, which one did you pick? Did you pick Mountain or did you pick Pacific? I'm still confused over which one. It's whichever one will make it not be hot as long in the summer. All right, I'm going to give you that right we, now. We, we actually don't, you know, like that doesn't make it any less hot. Just it's going to be. Well, it, no, okay. doesn't make the sun blaze that here, much longer. Here, here it that? is. Here it is. Pacific time in the summer is what we deal with right now. Sun goes down around 730 or, or, or 8, somewhere, somewhere in there. If we went mountain time in the summer, the sun would go down later. 8 to 8.30. So we need to be Pacific. I think we need to be Pacific. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, yeah, because that's why we don't don't change. We let everybody else change, right? Do we get to vote on this, or are we just going to have the dopey politicians pick it and make the the wrong decision? They'll probably try to go, can we break it in half and just do like an hour and a half? Yeah, can we? Can we? Do you guys remember that when it was it was it Kim Jong Un tried to to change the clocks by like fifteen minutes in his country? So they were like fifteen minutes. <laughs> what? Oh yeah, he's an idiot. I like uh, I like yeah. uh, wise man Steve Zinsmeister. You wanted uh, you wanted Pacific? Why? Oh, because uh, football games would start at ten a.m. He'd get er, he'd get the football game earlier. He doesn't want the football games at eleven. Steve he wants them at me. ten a.m. Want me to uh, you know get my extra. Of- 12 minutes of sleep. (laughs) All right. Coming up next. Oil is down 30%. That's good. But you're still paying high gas prices. That's bad. That is bad. What's the deal? And I'm not happy about it. Neither is Chad. We're going to talk about it next. Arizona's news station. KTAR News, 92.3 FM. Serious news. Seriously entertaining. The Gatos and Chad Show. Hey, thank you, Gloria Coffin from Fountain Hills, Arizona. She won 100 bucks as part of our 100 Days of Giving. As we say, thank you for allowing us to be your trusted voice of the Valley for 100 years. Not only she won 100 bucks, but we're also sending $100 to the Arizona Helping Hands, which was the charity of her choice for your chance to win $100 for you and the charity of your choice. Text 100 to 411923. That's 100 to 411923. Arizona Helping Hands is awesome. Awesome. Did a lot of work with them. They're fantastic. They give uh, uh, families everything they need for a foster child. That's awesome. Everything they need. That Beds, is, you met, you, a bike, a party. That is a great, great charity. All right. Um, I have a question. Okay. All right. And I'm going to play a little bit from the White House. So I always take that with a grain of salt. And everyone's always lying to us, no matter, you know, Republican or Democrat. I just want to know why gas prices are still high if oil has has gone from $130 a barrel to under 100 Okay. Why am I still paying 4 or $5? So I, I don't know the answer to it, Chad. I'm not an expert on, on oil and barrels and all this. Here's, here's what Jen Psaki, the White House um, press secretary, said. So she's blaming someone. I'm fine with blaming people. I just want to know. Well, we, want, we like to know that we can blame people. For fine something. with me. 
Is she right here? Americans deserve relief and fast as oil prices fall. Retail gasoline prices are updated at least daily. And if gas retailers' costs are going down, they need to immediately pass those savings on to consumers. So I will reiterate what the president said to oil and gas companies last week. The invasion of Ukraine and the volatility of the oil market is no excuse for excessive price increases, profit padding, or any effort to exploit American consumers. No one should capitalize on Putin's aggression by taking advantage of American families. Okay. All right. Uh, So are are, are people out there taking advantage of us as Americans? And that's why we're paying high gas prices. Is he going, is he saying it's the oil companies or is he saying it's the gas station down the street? Uh, They get the gas and they, everybody but him and his policies. Well, that doesn't help. No, but that's the (laughs) reality of how they're, you know, it's Putin's price hikes. It's, 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 that's the way they're going with it. It's everybody but them. So now it's the, even if that's true, they're going to drag the, oil companies in front of congress to to grill them i'm like that's good but we're also going to find out hey guys every time we want to go drill you say well we're gonna we're gonna bog you down with thirty thousand you know pages of paperwork that has to do with environmental regulations we're gonna make it virtually impossible for you then when they say we won't drill they're like well you should drill i listen i hear everything you're saying man and i agree with some of it but there's but if oil if 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 barrels are not 130 anymore they're down to 90 and I'm still paying $5 a gallon or 450 a gallon. Somebody's screwing me. And yeah. I don't know no, who it is. Okay, so th- you're looking at it from instantaneous. It's not that way. I'm looking at it as an everyday American. That's- you you buy something today. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So the the it think of it just like we talk about with COVID. There's a lagging indicator. You see pr- you know a spike in cases but not at the hospitals. That comes what a week, two weeks later. So you're saying there's a lag in the price. Yeah, because you're buying something in advance and you're paying a set price for it. How far in advance are they buying this stuff? Depends. Really, it it depends. I mean, cuz you got to think about it too. So I'm paying for what they I'm paying more because they paid more a month ago. Or two weeks ago, yeah. Yeah. So, because that's what they paid it for. So, they're not going to take a loss on it at this time. So, you can feel, you know, oh, well, well, I see what prices are. Yeah, but, th- you know, I paid 130 last week. And then it has to go, refining has got more expensive, and it's gotten different. Here in the South and Southwest, California refines. We get a lot of our stuff from there. Theirs is a different kind of refining. It makes it more expensive. So, that's going to be passed on to the consumer. I'm just wondering... If last week a barrel of crude topped 130 and this week we're looking at 95 bucks. Yeah. I'm still paying a lot for gas. So you're going and to that next make week sense. you're going to feel you'll see it drop down. Okay. Because your the the stuff that they're buying today or the week after next the stuff they're buying today will hit your pocketbook at a cheaper rate. So you'll start to see it like it's it's held off for the last couple of days and, and and it'll be, you know, I think we'll see it come down a little bit. But we've also got more demand. It's summertime. It's not dropping down to three dollars in the next couple of weeks. So no. don't think that. So this morning it dropped from the average four thirty three to four thirty two. Oh, boy. And then this afternoon it dropped two cents more. Yeah. So today gas prices are down three cents. I mean, I don't know. My brain doesn't work that way. I just don't. I I, I understand but what you're saying. You also but. have to think about something too. We have got a situation where it is uh, 
more people are going to be driving because it's summertime. And as summertime starts to approach, people start planning their trips. You, know, you got spring, summer, Memorial Day. People start to travel. It's going to put more pressure as people go back to work. The one thing that's a helper in a weird way is COVID uh, and the insanity of the way that the Chinese are handling it could potentially take a lot of pressure off because they're going to shut down. 50 to 100 million people that are in very large cities, not like, you know, in villages. And my price of the pump is affected by people in China because they have COVID. Yeah, because they're not going to be driving. I know. The world doesn't make sense. Well, that, it's a that global just, market. I get now. it. I know. It's but, a global market. All right. Uh, so oil is down 30%, uh, but you keep paying through the nose. Okay. Coming up next. Coming up. Uh, President Zelensky. If you had, if you didn't hear what he said to uh, Congress today, we're gonna he, you missed out. Yeah, this absolutely. guy is a one of a kind. Is Ukraine experiencing nine eleven every single day? We're gonna talk about it next. Arizona's news station KTAR News ninety two three FM. The Gatos and Chad Show two till six. What we witnessed earlier today. Yep, President Zelensky. Of the Ukraine speaking to Congress was a once in a lifetime speech. It was so powerful. It was so good. This guy is as good a leader as I've ever seen. You know, he said, listen, you guys remember 9 11? We're experiencing that every day. He needs our help. We are giving him help. Yes. Just not as much as he wants. But when, when, when I saw it, there was a video when you saw it. My goodness, uh, it was. I mean, it just got to you, man. You think it ju- just got to you. Think about this for a second. So here's a guy who went to college, got himself a degree in law, decided he didn't want to be an actor and a comedian. By the way, you can see his show, uh, We the People, is on Netflix now. Uh, so he goes, and the whole thing about this show is he's a teacher, has a rant, it goes viral, becomes a president. Kind of something similar happens to him. The next thing you know, a few years later, he is in a bunker leading his people against his giant neighbors who want to crush his soul. And he has understood media like very few in modern times have. Trump understood media. He got it in ways he knew how to get the people this guy is leading in a way yeah that, but let's not compare Trump no but to the thing guy. is it you you have to have an understanding and use it I understand and he that. used this thing in such a way first with the british mm. he goes out there when he speaks to church uh, he speaks he invokes churchill he talks about we're going to fight him on the land fight him on the sea we're going to fight him everywhere when he goes to the to yesterday talk to the canadian parliament he doesn't do anything that you would think is weird until the end where he looks at justin trudeau and says, Justin, doesn't call him prime minister, says Justin, appeals to him as a man, as a father. Then today, he delivers... What did he say? He said, what if your kid... What if your kid was... And your family was stuck at an airport being bombed. You need to help me. Yeah. Right, right, And, you know, and then today, he comes, he speaks in his native tongue, his Ukrainian, but he does speak English. Then the video comes on, and the video, for all of you who haven't seen it, don't see it. It is tough to watch, watching... Kids get put into mass graves, and fathers and mothers crying, and people. It, 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 but it, did you say don't see it? Don't don't watch it if you don't see, have to. See, but here, I, I, I let me sorry to interrupt you because you're on a roll. I think you got to see it. I think you have to see what's going on over there. It's not easy to watch. It was awful. I hated watching it. 
But that's the that's the well, reality that's of the situation. I always said there's things in life that I I never want to forget. There's things uh you know that I I wish I could remember, and that's one of those things. Watching it because you see it, but you see it it, it evokes like watching back in the day when they were literally just taking bodies and tossing them in the mass graves in World War Two. You know what it makes you know what it makes you think after you watch it. We should get involved. Yeah, and, and that, even and, and I, that was the point. I know that was the point, and I know it's not the right thing for us to do to completely get involved and put our soldiers on the ground. But after you watch that video... You want to. You want to. When you watch, you know see what? what's happening. Easy you... easy for me to say that sitting here in America, and I'm not a soldier. Yeah. Easy for me to say that. Yeah. You know? And then uh, after he goes through all of these things, he comes back. Mind you, he's in a bunker on his cell phone on a Zoom call. Unbelievable. Sitting there. In his green shirt, he's got a beard, he looks disheveled, he's lost 20 pounds, probably hasn't slept more than an hour or two a day for the last several days. Then he comes back and he does something which is amazing. I said yesterday he's going to do this. He's going to deliver something, if not all of it, in English because he doesn't want the translation to be lost. And his translation uh, at times can get lost, but there was no losing this. The President Biden, you are the leader of the nation. Of your great nation. I wish you to be the leader of the world. Being the leader of the world means to be the leader of peace. And the leader of peace. The leader of peace. You stand up, you become the leader of peace. He says, I'm not fighting for us, I'm fighting for the world, I'm fighting for freedoms. It was brilliant. It, it invokes JFK and, 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 and Ronald Reagan and all of the things that you think of when you think of strong leadership. We're going to give him stuff. The stuff we're going to give him is going to kill a lot of people. The stuff that we're going to give him is going to be a massive helper, 20 million rounds of ammo. We're going to send him over those little the ninja slash kamikaze uh, drone bombs that you can drop that fall into tanks and cars and spins around and, you know, chops you up. We're going to send him some, you know, a few Reapers maybe and, and several things. But the reality is their spirit is the thing that's going to keep them going along with everything else. Uh, uh, but eventually, you know, they're, they're, it's going to come a time where he's going to have to figure out how this is going to what's his off ramp as well. What is he willing to accept? Because we can't deliver him the thing he wants, which is no fly zone. No fly zone. And yeah. he wants a humanitarian one. Any one of those things is undoable. He's in the middle of a war zone and he's pleading for help. And we are giving him help. But at the end of the day, we all have to ask ourselves are we giving, are we doing enough? If I'm Biden, I fly in next week to Brussels, I go to Poland, and in the dead of the night, I go over and I see him and I meet him somewhere. And have those pictures taken. That would be something. That would be absolutely something. That was leadership today. That was something yeah. where people will, that's history book kind of stuff. Yeah, yeah. All right, coming up, we've got the five o'clock KTA or news expansion with Becky Lynn. Stick around.